0: Okay, here we go. The Planet Planet Mikey Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Planet Mikey Show. Kicking it back,
1: sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last (laughs) (laughs) Ghosts. You know what, man? I got a parrot. The parrot talked, but it did not say I'm hungry, so it died. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Planet Mikey
0: Show. Wasn't that last week's intro? <laughs> it, is, it is last week's. <laughs> well, let's just don't do the whole show we did last week. Fuck it. Okay, do it again. Go ahead. All right, ready? <laughs> I, mean, I heard when I walked in, or you were recording an, I an intro. I did it. I don't know what happened. That's that Dennis Farina thing. Yeah. You know, maybe we can use it next week. No, you, you broke it. I broke everything. Yeah. Uh, this is an episode, we don't know, 250 something, but the most important thing is exactly five years to the day we had our very first podcast. 250 something podcasts ago, along with Bill Smith, Ben Kitchen, and our special guest tonight, a guy who's a. The, if it's the first time we've had a three time Super Bowl champion in the friggin' studio. <laughs> it's true. Matt Chatham is here. Hi, Matt. Hey, Mikey. Good how to be here with
2: you. I oh, was doing excellent, man. You look
0: like you're in great shape for a 40 something year old. That's
2: why you wear baggy clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's not why I wear them. I, I shoplift a lot. Yeah, go. that's the reason I wear them. But how you been, man? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, you life should. is uh, taking a turn. Staying healthy and keeping busy. This guy is so busy doing so many. He's like a he's like a, a renaissance man. He has like 15 <laughs> different interests, and he doesn't do anything half-assed at all. So, we're going to get into that with Matt Chatham, a former uh, linebacker and special team. You were like a really important special teams player as well. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I, pass, right? and, and
2: I love to talk special teams. I bore your uh, your fans uh, you know, <laughs> out of their chairs no. if you want to go teams all day. But, uh, yeah, it's, that was that
0: was my universe. It's one of the three phases of the game. We've heard that from Belichick about a million times. It is.
2: And uh, we don't broadcast it. I mean, obviously, long long career in broadcasting, and we I'm told not to talk about that part then. Really? <laughs> so you just kind of, you know, hey, this is when we go to commercial or this is when we do graphics.
0: Right. Don't talk well, about special that Special teams <laughs> is different from special needs. Right. <laughs> I mean, the thing about special teams is that people don't realize it's so key to to field position and time of possession and important stats like that. And uh, God knows, even once in a while, something can bust loose on a, on you know? a And team
2: and, and by and large, who's behind most mics? It's quarterbacks, and they're well, what are they going to say? Hey, oh, he hey. K- kicked it again, and uh, it, <laughs> went, it went left, it went right, and somebody's <laughs> running with it. You know, like it, the, the commentary is a little, yeah, a little benign.
0: Well, speaking of kicking it a little bit left, the other <laughs> Patriots did, last Patriots game ended in the uh, absolutely the worst yeah. possible fashion. It was Good a twenty-nine yard chip shot. But did you have any money on that, Ben?
1: no <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> that's I'm when you're stupid you enough this yeah, take they're, out this plastic
0: kitchen right a plastic you know picnic <laughs> knife and you cut your wrists slowly when you And that happens 29 yarders and they look yeah. and they've lost a lot of close games the patriots this year yeah. but just to boil it down to the nuts and bolts uh, it, what's the biggest problem is it the is it the uh unknown you know with with belichick and his future is it the is it mac jones i think it's mac jones so the
2: way I would say it, Mikey, if I were still having to do sort of my Nesson world and do nightlies and come up with a cause and effect and night, in, night in, night out, I, the, the world has moved more towards gambling now, and I kind of need to know the high line items if I'm going to know how what the hell is going to happen. Mm. And if you could tell me in advance that you have absolute offensive line chaos, not that they do necessarily this month, but through you know most of the first maybe two-thirds of what we've seen so yeah. far, yeah, yeah. and they have a quarterback that doesn't look like an NFL starter, you're screwed. Like, I, I literally don't need to know any other chapters in the book. Like, th- right. that's what's happened. And both so, those
0: problems compound each other. Yeah, yeah You know, exactly. when you have a guy who's like a scared chicken. Right They're around. interrelated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, now at this point, you're kind of just going to slog through what's left until those things are resolved and they can't be in season. So, it that is what was, it is. Uh,
0: it's been sad to watch because, you know, everybody said, oh, well, he had a pretty good rookie year. And in the second year, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to get more mulligan on year two. But guess what? I, the things I've seen from him this year are – He's like uh, you know Bambi out on the ice with the uh, with that bunny rabbit, Thumper. Thumper. Bambi can't he can't deal with anything, can't stand up straight, can't skate, can't do shit. So I when I see Mac Jones, I almost feel sorry. <laughs> well,
2: Which zipper that was that was, the exact that, thing. Lie. that was not that was the upper zipper. <laughs> that Zipper gets you in more ring. trouble. <laughs> but what
0: but what the hell is like the guy's not qualified? And, and people say, well, guess who drafted him? Well, Belichick, and I don't like when people get off on this whole Belichick thing, and they say, "Well, yeah, see, he's toast; he can't do anything right." The guy's got eight rings. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, yeah, he's a crap, shitty coach or he should be gone." Mm. I'm going to give him due respect, but on the other hand, two and eleven—what are they? Two and nine? Two and nine. Two, two and yeah. nine's bad. Yeah, I, I
2: think the way I would look at this—if say if you were in management—I mean, that's kind of fans analyze stuff anyway, right? Like if I was in charge, I would fire this guy. That kind of thing. Um, I would want to know if. If he did what he should have done with what he had, and in the year that he was shopping, and I think that's all that really matters, you know, they did the Tom leaves thing. They get sort of the bridge guy in Cam. They realize that's not a long term. Now we have to make our decision now. I don't think anyone was against necessarily those stages. Yeah. But in the year he chose, Trevor Lawrence looks like, you know, he was going to be generational guy. I don't think that's a case, but he does look like a solid NFL starter. You know, maybe he'll be a borderline Pro Bowl guy year mm-hmm. in, year out. And the other four first-rounders, All four of those markets are looking for other guys, right? So it just happens to be in the year you were shopping, the groceries weren't very good.
1: No, but but
2: on paper. It's hard to blame that then. I don't know.
0: You say, okay, well, Alabama, you know, okay, I I mean, this guy's got at least the credentials of coming through the big program and and being successful in it. But that doesn't necessarily translate, as we've seen over the years with Heisman Trophy winners, for example. Sometimes they just don't make it in the pros yep. at the level they were in. There's South. a long
2: list of, you know, the old USC quarterback idea, the Alabama quarterbacks, and just because you went to the big school, even the Ohio State quarterbacks. I mean, Fields is one of the guys, in this list of guys that yep. I know a lot of Chicago fans back home are very happy there. Right, right. But what I would <laughs> want to know if I was upset at the coaches say. <laughs> What were the alternatives? What could have you have done better? And I think the free agency year, if I remember back in that particular season, was uh, Geno Smith was our, was a free agent, but he was moving from back up at Seattle to stay in Seattle. Basically, Ryan Fitzpatrick switched teams. What were the other alternatives? I mean, what yeah. would you have had Bill otherwise do? And if there's a really good answer, okay, then maybe you are, should be well, talking. What about What do you, the guys what the do you think he
1: wanted to do? Because yeah. I'm not overly convinced he necessarily wanted to take a quarterback in the first round.
2: Uh, I think it was a weird year and that you usually don't see the fifth clearly at 15. I mean, that's crazy high for five to go. Usually the fifth, and I, they actually have a history of taking that level guy. I, I believe Bailey Zappi's the fifth in his class, and I believe also uh, – Let's see, back to Brissette was a fifth, and uh, Jimmy was also a Like, they they're, they kind of hit sort of – it's not necessarily that Jimmy was taking the second round or that Mac was taking the first, or this guy was taking the third or fourth. It's just in a given class, they're that deep into the talent pool where they think they have something to work with. I think they're now in a situation where you can't wait that long, right? And It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's first round, second round, third round. It's like in a given class, there's only generally
0: – Two maybe like three, yeah unless know, the gemstone or like a Brady pops yeah, up and no yeah. one knew, no one expected that. Yeah, and that. You're,
2: you're not in a situation now where you can gamble that way, right? You're right. in a situation now where you got to go for sure things. But now we all know there's there's gonna there's a there could be a Mitch Trubisky in there, there could be a you know there could be a, <laughs> or, a Trey or Lance stiff or, of some sort. You strip. know, so there's no guarantees, but I think they've they've not they've lived in that world of being able to wait, and I don't think they're there anymore. Well,
0: you know the thing too about Belichick when they give him shit, and they do, on the. Uh, the radio all the time now. They're saying, "Well, it's all they talk about now is Belichick." You know, right? I, I look at it this way. First of all, yes, he was the one that realized that Brady was something a little special, at least earlier than anybody else did. The other thing is, for twenty years, they had a strength of schedule issue because they were finishing at the top of the heap every single year. And they also had a draft positions uh, problem where they were drafting at the very bottom because they were good every single year. Sure. So, so he was. He did this all in the free agency era, this, this success, wild success, which, Matt, you were a part of, uh, with, all, with all those things working against him. And I also watched him when he was coaching with the Giants and, you know, the defense he put up against the Bills, et cetera, in the Super Bowl. I mean, to, to crap on Belichick right now, th- I think, is a sacrilege. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I, I would say, uh, think of the other guys that are out there, like a Marv Levy. Like, think of the, the like really good, well respected around the league, kind of hit, you know, sort of the nineteenth hole kind of situation. Like, what were they, you know, what were they offering at that moment? Yeah. And Shula I think, too, you know, yeah, Shula, exactly. Go down the line. I mean, there's every there, there's that kind of guy has <laughs> has hit this stage before, but I think what's different with Bill, and I think what makes a guy you know, you need to look on. Like if you were the general manager, the owner, whatever, or fan base, is if he had the guy and he wasn't doing something with it, right? Like if if you're sitting here with Justin Herbert and and you're you're two and nine, okay, now the whole one so many Super Bowl things isn't the conversation. But he went with what I think was a consensus good pick at that time. I mean, who's out there was going, my God, don't get him. You should have gone up further and got Fields. Well, you would have failed there too, right? Right. If you'd have been more aggressive and got Trey Lance, what would you be sitting with here as well? We'd be having probably the same conversation. So it's... it. I think they only be the, the the criticism becomes has merit when there is an alternative in this situation. I, I don't know what's what's, if, what's if the you
0: other didn't idea. He made to make a wrong choice, you know. But then again, there's also the Alabama uh, quarterback's reputation. I mean, we see Joe Namath now. He's doing those commercials for your <laughs> for your, your Medicare plan. Yeah, so he's doing great. And he doesn't even lean over drunk. And I think Susie you're getting.
2: Col- I think you're getting push marketed, Mikey. That's, those <laughs> don't come to me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't lean over Susie Cobra's face and I <laughs> want to kiss you. And she's like, "Well, okay, can we wait till the camera's off?" Yeah. Uh, in any event, Matt Chatham, who's done. I got a, a list of things he's done. But first, I have to mention the sponsors, right? Because we still have sponsors. Very important.
1: We have great sponsors. My
0: my grand marquee. I'm a huge collector of old vintage. Uh, you know, piece of shit cars that, oh, okay. <laughs> that that the old ladies can't take their eyes off me in. Uh, but I'm, I'm hearing a noise underneath, you know, when the tires, when I'm, it goes, they want to go faster. You're hearing that now? Yeah. Uh-oh. So I got to bring it over to my, my good pal, uh, Jason Russo, down at uh, Pro Automotive, which is located in Dudley and Webster. Both play, they have two in Webster and one in Dudley. Uh, ProAutomotiveMA.com, one of our fine sponsors, and they take care of all my issues with my 2008 Grand Marquis. You know, there wasn't that little cat from your house that you ran over. it stuck to your tire. Oh, oh, no. Well, I got that out of there a while ago. No, it's not that. Uh, Also brought to you by Giacomo's. By the way, we have have gifts from Matt Chatham for making the drive-in today. Uh, For Giacomo's in Melrose, Massachusetts, authentic Italian cuisine. And as good as it gets... That's another one of our sponsors. And My Grandma's Coffee Cake. Before you go, Ooh, we have to those. pick out the flavor that you want us to s- ship to your house. Awesome. Uh, compliments of the uh, Planet Mikey podcast. From My Grandma uh, and the gra- My Grandma's Coffee Cake, call 1-800-8-GRANDMA. Especially if you're... Who are those people that eat eat, eat, eat their young? What do they call them? Cannibals? <laughs> uh, okay. Democrats. Oh, no. <laughs> if you, you eat their young. If you, if you eat... If you eat your t- uh, cannibals, oh, cannibals. Like he said that. I, Who said that, Matt? Matt's you said, said that. Left left cannibals, yeah. <laughs> Cannibal Lecter. Okay. <laughs> oh, anyway, so that's some of our sponsors, and of course, Vinny at, at Shawsheen Firearms and Gunsmithing. Now, you don't have a gun on you, do you? Not today. Because when F- <laughs> Smurless was in here, he brought his gun, and we all ra- we all left. We were more, all afraid. <laughs> he just
1: handed it to me, and he was like, "By the way, it's loaded." I was it's like, um, yeah." Yeah, here, back.
0: can you hold this for me? <laughs> oh, good old Freddie. Uh, Matt Chatham was a uh, number fifty-eight uh, for the uh, New England Patriots, three-time Super Bowl champions. Was it 010304 There you
2: go. There you hey, go. But, but all played in yeah, two, yeah. three, and five, or whatever. Two, yeah, four, five. Two, whatever. Four, whatever five. I read
0: a short bio on Matt, and uh, one of the the sentences in there was that uh, Roger Goodell owes you thirty-four thousand dollars. they write What's that about? <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> yeah, if I collect it, can I get like ten yeah, percent? Right, right. Exactly.
2: Yeah. What's uh, up with that? No, I mean, it's 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 a little hyperbole saying it that way, but uh, so we all have, you know, I, by the years that I had in, you get X, you get a certain amount of uh, sort of a veteran benefit for second career stuff or, uh, you know, you can go back to school basically, right? So I was a pre-law guy when I left. My brother's in the USA Northern District of Iowa, so white collar crime now it used to be meth cases forever and ever, but I was going to be an attorney myself, uh, you know, had, you know had the NFL thing not happen. So I get out. I'm I like going to go to law school. I'm 32 years old or whatever by then. And I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to go to law school. Um, but I wanted to start a new business. And, you know, last thing you want to do is jump into business without a business background. So I went to Babson, right? So... Babson's is an extremely expensive school, <laughs> <laughs> which you which you may not be you know surprised by. Yeah, um, and I wanted to use that veteran benefit. All right, right. I've got some paid tuition coming to me for the the many years that I put in the NFL. Um, by league
0: league rules, that, yeah, that, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. You accrue
2: a certain amount, it's in an account, and the, the sure. team you last left. For me, it was a few years with the Jets after the six year with New England. So, it's that team that's your last team that pays the benefit, right? So this also happened to be the offseason where there was a lot of fights over the CBA, and there was sort of a delaying of the ratification and like just a big fight where they actually, I believe in that year, this would have been like the 09, uh, I think, uh, fall or, or I'm sorry, spring or whatever. But anyway, they're 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 battling over this, right? So they decided we're going to suspend those veteran benefits. But Roger Goodell had jumped out in front of cameras. I'm in school, right? So I've already done like one semester paid for. and Now I'm rolling into the next one and I'm calling down to the offices in New York going, dude, what the hell? Like this, I need the cabbage that pays for this. Yeah. Like the, the, you know, the union's having this whole fight with, with the league and Goodell does the public statement where he's like, no veteran benefits will be affected. This is a fight between the current players. And and," (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. So they like go, you know, go down pay the next, you know, pay the next semester and go, go back to school. And I did. And I finished it out, and uh, I, didn't get, I didn't get any money. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, I got one of four semesters that I was out that I had occurred. So the, the 30-ish, whatever number it was, was <laughs> what I knew that I still had in remaining benefit. So I went to the whole arbitration thing, and sure. I made an argument about it. And apparently there's some fine print down in there that in the event of the oh, no. those benefits go away. But he made the public statement, and the people at the office reference that public statement then no you're good go back to he was
0: wearing two hats and two faces at the same time so for Uh, someone like me
2: for someone like me I don't need to go right now if if you're taking thirty five grand from me I'll wait a few months till you get the shit figured out and then I'm gonna go back. But But you no 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 go right back and then I end up eating the bill so But you
0: did start a business. You you were successful. (laughs) (laughs) You got through Babson somehow and you and you and you started a business that is uh, very very interesting to me and let me see if I get this right. You've come up with some products, for lack of a better term, that you rub on your meat. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly. Uh, so, I, you know, after a dozen years at Nesson and doing the media tour and doing all that stuff, Mikey, I, I kind of was at my wit's end and I was ready for something else. And uh, Babson, like, you know, I'd previously gone to school, is just loaded with food entrepreneurs, right? So, I actually do have a little grab bag here with me. Someone I want to see this stuff
0: down. because my wife is a notorious meat rubber. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did I say that? God bless. Thank because... God she doesn't listen. Uh, she she's very very into the, uh, the this type of thing here, and this is basically stuff that you spice up your cuisine with. Yeah. So
2: basically, what I started was a fruit production company, and it's we're, we're rubs, we're, we're you know seasonings, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, our top top two skews, and here I'll you know do the whole the photo oh, thing. Well then, there we hey go.
0: now, that says beef. Yeah. The other one is, says this is beefcake. Oh, beefcake.
2: Beefcake. So yes. Uh, so basically, the the, the shtick behind these are, you know, I've been sort of grilling, smoking food for know, oh, twenty five years, whatever it is, back to high school. Like I just, my parents, my dad was actually a minister until I was in like fourth grade. So I grew up going to like the potlucks on Sunday and entertaining for thirty and forty people kind of thing. And uh, beefcake was meant for me to be. It was actually an originally a pastrami rub. So I'd make a little homemade pastrami, but I wanted it to be you know a little more versatile, be able to use some more stuff. If you just sell pastrami rubs, how many millions of people in the you know hundreds of people in the country are actually making their own pastrami, right? right? So we deconstructed a little bit. I took my home formula. I took a lot of salt out. That was really important to me uh, because I wanted people to brine meat. So that's actually another product we have, which is this this is my this might be a reference that'll that'll work with you. This is maybe a more your error. life this... of briny. Nope, no, life of, <laughs> life of Brian. So may, maybe a little... Uh, does the reference ring about? <laughs> yeah, Monty Python. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yes. Okay. Of, okay, there you go. There not you a girl named Brian. Brian. <laughs>
0: His name is
1: Brian.
0: There you go. Of course. So, life of Brian. So, That's
2: great. And it's uh, a yeah, registered trademark here. So anyway, we're... The idea though is that we want people to brine their meat, right? So you i am a cheap cuts guy. I love to go get a chuck steak. I love to go—you know—you don't, you don't have to necessarily get the fillet or the porter every time. You, no. can, you can, you can make bo- something
0: special out of a cheap cut of meat. That's yeah, when it. you brine we, it using this it changes
2: everything. That's it. You dry brine. This is cherry wood smoked salt. It's a Himalayan pink salt that we 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 smoke with cherry. And the idea is that you can just apply this before you head off to work maybe the night before bed and then when you come home the next day the cheap cut is tender and it's all the flavors are locked in and really? it's really 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 simple trick to do so but in doing so then your rubs can't be full salt because they would be oversalted right so you have to sort of remove some of the sodium uh, and then just make crust. So this has coffee in it, fennel, paragon, like lots of crazy stuff. In You've it, right? really so
0: kind of made this into a science.
2: Got weird into it, yeah. So that's – but my big idea was – so we have the beefcake and then we have something called gold bark, And a lot of people out there have, have really latched on to this thing. I think we were in about 150 retail stores right now. Gold bark, Yeah, gold bark. So gold bark, I would say, the way we kind of pitch this is – This is
0: how the hand models – There you models, go. So well, look, it at it look at like that. Like George's uh, hands yeah. are <laughs> – <laughs> and, and never mind that, look how good looking I am. All of a I Mikey go. has Acapulco gold bark. <laughs> 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 that's right, you know, uh. just, you know so this will tenderize the meat over like an overnight
1: basis.
2: yeah, you do it a day, do it you know half a day, do it in the morning you know, before I, you I have could, the could work. use
0: some of this for my taint you know I've been riding a lot of bicycles. You mean your perineum. <laughs> Oh, perineum, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. But no, that's of- really a great idea. And you can do that. You don't have to just put it aside. Yeah, it's- just put it aside,
2: to- put it in the fridge, come home later, Look then at add these. the rub, then you go. Yeah, You're like
0: a professional guy. Yeah, you you, you know? should go on the home shopping network yeah. with this. <laughs> Gold bark, barbecue rub. Yeah. Is one of them.
2: Yeah, and the gold bark is basically like a Carolina rub because there's a mustard back. But I love Asian barbecue, so the herb in here is actually basil, and then there's another something I don't mention. But it has sort of a fusion kind of thing to a little bit, a little bit Carolina, a little bit Asian barbecue. Wow. So that's your that's sort of that's the...
0: Unbelievable. that's unbelievable. Now what's stuff. in the bags over here?
2: So the bags. I love
0: stuff like we'll this. Honestly, so I would, I,
2: this is uh, this is the gold bark uh, rub, but. On an agave glaze pecan. Ooh. So we're gonna dive into these. So Everyone's you can rub this, not these. you can not you only can...
0: rub this on your meat but on your nuts. Oh, exactly. <laughs> this love. Is great.
2: I think their are slogans, love your nut snack.
0: <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Watch this. Oh my god. Mm. Hey, look. It looks like Randy Johnson's face. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. These are great. Thank you, thank you. Have some, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah we'll hand these around.
0: Oh, my God. Those are good. so
2: And then the other one we have is the beefcake, and then we put the beefcake on a glazed pecan. Or, excuse me, on a glazed Cash cashew. like so, Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so the whole idea, and we kind of, the company is sort of really behind this idea of rather than coming up with like 30 flavors of rubs, right. mm, we nail a couple. Wow. And then we find new products and new ways to apply them, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing something. I, I can say this year on the show. We'll pass these around to you guys. You mm-hmm. can anything There's, you want. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so we're, you know, sort of letting new things in the market sort of progressively. So this some this mm-hmm. is what's out there now. The Life of Brian is actually just a brand new item that you can get online at rubsmokelove.com.
0: Wait, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. yeah, That's what bit. I was going to ask it you is, next because I'm, I'm in a market for this already. And there these... How do they say it on TV? Mm. Makes a great Christmas gift. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, exactly. right. Well, there you go. Awesome, man. So, yeah, this is this is life now. I
2: I, I schlep around uh, seven days a week to production facilities. And uh, and you're, because you're and on the stuff, internet, yeah.
0: you're national. Yeah, there you and go. And you it's should on be. Amazon, By the way, those nuts are awesome. No kidding. <laughs> if I had 25 bags of those, I could gain 10 pounds in four days. That's <laughs> good go. stuff, man. Appreciate you. Unbelievable. Matt Chatham's here with us. I want to talk linebackers for a second. All right. And then, you know what, I'm going to tell you. My wife is going to go on, it's, what is it, rub, love. Rub, smoke, love. So rub, smoke, love. My three favorite things. It's a little eat, <laughs>
2: pray, love sort of thing. I don't know if your wife got into that thing. So Except that, for the praying part. The, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> just eat and love. Right.
0: <laughs> love to eat. Love to no, she's she's a my, my wife's a doll, and she probably does pray. She just doesn't tell me about it. That's right. There you go. But no, that's a... That's a great. So that's the website that people want to go to yep. to check out the, not only what you have but how to get it. There you go. It's called, uh, l- Rub. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Rub. Rub it. Smoke. Smoke. Love. Love. There you
1: go. Rub. Smoke. Love. Rub.
0: Smoke. Love. Dot com. Rub a dub dub. Um, uh, linebackers. You know that was your position. You, there was a guy named uh, named Jack Lambert who wore number yeah. fifty eight. No. And Sam Cunningham, God rest his soul. Count Dracula and Cleats. Was, was my, first, uh, my first sports interview in 1977, which is the oh, year you were born. There it is. Newton, Iowa. Uh, we had Sam Cunningham come up to Portland, Maine, and go on my my radio show. And on the radio show, I asked Sam of the Bam, who's a sweetheart of a guy? Really great guy. I said, who is the nastiest guy that you could run into as a running back that you didn't want to to tackle you because he was such a he goes oh Jack Lambert it took him a half a second to answer that right. I said why and I knew Jack Lambert had a bad reputation Sam says because he'd tackle you and in the pile he would bite you <laughs> <laughs> he I said he he said he bit my leg <laughs> y- y- this guy Jack Lambert man he was crazy <laughs> I mean, there's there's linebackers there's nutty people dick Botkiss, you know people Lawrence Taylor you know all these guys were animals, and we knew it, and that, that's why we liked them. That's why we like, we like watching them. But to get somebody to bite them, <laughs> just bite them? I mean, are you kidding me? Did you ever bite anybody when you were tackling? <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a biter. Not a biter. Isn't that like
2: a Marv Albert thing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, uh, a backbiter, yeah. backbiter? No, that's not Yes!
0: <laughs> yes! Yes! I, got, I unhooked her bra with my teeth. Oh, I'm, I'm wearing it. Anyway... Uh, that was, a, a, I don't know where why, why I went in there, but, but the linebacker position, I'm, I'm thinking lateral movement is, is key. Sure. Being able to see over the guys and, and if, if weed out the guys you don't want to touch and, and look for the man with the ball. Sure. Is it that simple or is it more than that? No, it's more than that.
2: You know what? It, it's kind of crazy because I, I did youth football. I coached King Philip out, out here in Rentham. Um, KP, I, I coached the KP kids, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and you kind of like, you know, I was I was a big guy, uh, but I was actually thin as a kid. I played safety in college my first year, and then mm-hmm. kind of grew into the whole linebacker thing. But you, I don't think I ever really thought about how it was easy for me because I eventually got bigger and I could run well and all that stuff. And when you're teaching it to young kids – you kind of forget how important like your hands are, right? Like you, you don't just like you know run in with your shoulder because then the big people grab you, right? So yeah. that's kind of the lesson you get into when you you know you get to the NFL. Mike Vrabel, we just had the Mike Vrabel thing here. Uh, he was inducted a few weeks ago uh, into the Patriots Hall of Fame, and like the linebackers who are really good with are using their hands, yeah. Like basically just don't touch me. Like he has long arms; no one ever gets near his core because he just bats people away. Those are the ones who are so much better. It's you know not necessarily the ankle biter stuff and all that, but <laughs> just the guy Guys, but the that's guys, an intimidation guys, Yeah, of course. But it wasn't it was the Dan Campbell. He's, he's, he's been talking about the biting. That's more of an Achilles biting or something. But. <laughs>
0: Let's see if I can snap this one off. Exactly. It's like snapping off a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah, I got the Achilles. He's not going to be back nope, for the second half. No. But, oh, no, true. it's
2: it's hands. And, and you, you kind of quickly learn that, you know, yes, you wear shoulder pads. Guys, now, I don't know if, you, if, if folks watch at home, they're wearing tissue paper on their shoulders. I mean, the guys are not wearing like yeah. the big bulky pads anymore. Like the whole shtick is wear as little as you possibly can. Don't ram in with it, you know your shoulders. Use your hands. Stay
0: mobile and deflect. Y- yeah, it's get, almost yeah.
2: like avoiding contact, which yeah. is a little different. Which I probably wasn't as good at.
0: So you know, so what you're saying, I, if I if I read you right here, is that today's uh, uh, linebackers are pussies. <laughs> <laughs> that was not where I was going, no, but I, I do, I do, I do, uh, I do.
2: I don't hesitate off the notion that it's an entirely different style of play. You, uh, let's put it this way: if you put together the those Patriot teams that you love of the early two thousands um, and did it in today's style, if you could sort of have that roster and put it forward now, William Guinness, uh, Mike Vrabel, they'd be defensive ends. There's hand to be on the ground. They wouldn't be stand up playing right. linebacker. Right. Uh, Rodney Harrison would probably be the middle linebacker. You know, it's it, it and and Lawyer Malloy would be a will. You know, th- those guys wouldn't be safeties. Like to Bucky Jones is as big as anyone's linebacker right now. Like, sure, see, to Bucky was a you know six two six three from guy, New Britain, Connecticut. ha hitting New Britain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ha hitting yeah. New Britain. Exactly. You exactly.
0: You've been there. Yeah.
2: Then. yeah. Oh, I, my 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 bottler. Excuse me. My bottler for uh, the Rubs is in uh, Terryville, Connecticut. Terryville, which so is always, near Bristol. I always drive right by. Yeah. hard hitting. Yeah, exactly. ha
0: hitting New Britain. <laughs> I worked at a radio station in New Britain, and you know you'd say from somebody you hit somebody. Call up and you go, hi, oh hi, where are you calling from? They'd say New Britain, and you'd say, "Well, I believe you now that I've heard you say that." <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk like normal normal people. Uh, Alex Smith was a, had had a session. Um, I think it was a couple days yesterday. Yeah, uh, where he's with Teddy Bruski, yep. Randy Moss, yep. and Rex Ryan. Yep, and he said, "I would like to get your comments on yes. this." Of course, he said. And he was talking about Brady. So, you know, I love Brady. The goat. You know, yeah. But but he says, but, but he played in the most uncompetitive division in NFL history. <laughs> now, the question is, the horse before the cart. Were they? did it look like an uncompetitive division because the Patriots were winning two games against all of the other people in their division every single year, and, and you know, going six and six and one, seven seven and one, whatever. How many would they play? They play eight, right? Wouldn't they? Six. Yeah. Anyway, the point is. It, did it work that way or did it work the other way? How can he say that about Tom Brady? So the beauty of like today's world, and I'm not... I'm not an NFL research
2: guy anymore, and it's kind of mm-hmm. great to be on Twitter because there's so many of those people out there that as soon as somebody starts talking shit, they go look it up, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. kind of the it's kind of the beauty of today's world, right? So the answer to those questions it, it's not anyone's opinion. You don't you you're honestly in this situation you don't get to have one. It either did or didn't happen, and usually the best test of strength of division is other wild card teams, right? So like if you're just winning it and the rest of them all stink, then your division's probably not bringing the wild card through, right? So the our, our AFC East had a far greater number of, of wild card participants than the divisions that Alex played in at the time. So <laughs> immediately the Twitter followers jump in and say, what the hell are you talking about? Right. The second thing is just the notion that they, you know our teams were somehow built up by bad uh, by bad uh, division play. We had, and well even more so beyond just our groups, but Tom throughout it, had the best record all time of non division games. So the people that we were beating the shit out of weren't just our division. It'd be one thing if, like, ah, man, we're, everybody. we're pretty bad, you know, we're pretty average with everyone else, but we just blow through those damn division games and get lucky in playoff runs. Like, that's not what happened. So you can hold that depending into sort of your bitter older age, but somebody's going to look it up. Yeah. And the thing that sucks, the other part that sucks about Twitter is all the people that are sort of, you know, like seal clapping to Alex Smith saying it and not yeah. realizing how fucking stupid it was what he said.
0: Right, and all the people that are echoing yeah. what the
1: radio station say about Belichick, but, Yeah. You know, I mean,
0: wait, shut the you fuck just, up. Yeah,
2: actually just look it up and
1: there are actual facts out there, yeah. The other problem I with Alex Smith is that commercial and I have to look at his fucking leg oh. every time I'm trying to watch a football yeah, game. maybe we
0: should rub some gold bark on there, <laughs> and maybe it'll make Christ. it, make it yeah, look better. It Absolutely. looks like
1: a kid made out of play It Play-Doh. certainly would oh. taste better.
2: Yeah, you know, beefcake is actually
0: a body wash as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Remove scars. <laughs> now, taint rub for that <laughs> that man in your life with the leather perineum. <laughs> <laughs> Soften that shit up. Ugh. Oh, that's fun stuff. All right, so uh, just a random note here. It's a birthday uh, coming up for uh, I think it's tomorrow. Mm. Bo Jackson, mm. sixty-one. Wow. Good lord. Can you imagine Bo Jackson sixty? Is he the greatest athlete? That you can think of off the top of your head to play. I mean, yeah, two I mean, sports. I, th- I think most people hold it that way. Just basically, you know what was
2: so co- Dion's right there too because just if you've done the professional football thing, like it is exhausting, man. Like I, I mean, I was. In my tenth NFL training camp, and got cut, and was pretty much done at that point. My wife and I had been having conversations for two years about fuck this shit. Like you know what I mean? Like it's long and it's hard, yeah. and it's like ten years feels like twenty. That whole hey, thing,
0: which training time is hottest time of the year. Oh yeah,
2: it just yeah, yeah. beats you, you down. You just get beat the hell. They used to have wedges in. My job was to hit them and then to be in it. So I was taking like car crashes like crazy. I bring that up relative to Bo. Think of playing a full NFL season as a running back where you're the one that's Mm. getting hit and then saying, Sign me up for 162 (laughs) baseball games or whatever. Like, what? Like, it's not even just that, was he the best at both, but to be
0: able to do those things he could do. Good lord. Now, obviously, when he got hurt, it was like a big loss for the hip thing. But, you know, he still continued to play baseball. I saw him make a catch in Kansas City where where he's playing. Where the ball goes out to center field, and you know, most guys they they crash the wall, they try to catch the ball, yeah. they, they land on a heap sometimes, or they make the catch. And they, he went up the wall, it just cleats in the wall, yeah. Bop, 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 yeah, like took five steps and ran yeah. up the wall, and then came back down, and like like he does it all the time. Yeah. Uh, and it was so amazing. Why I said that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But then he was unbelievable in football too, and he, you know then he would get pissed. He'd have a strike. guy take the bat, break it over yeah. his head.
2: I always remember <laughs> was remember the, the throw. I mean, I'm not baseball guy, so this obviously would be more of a conversation for the Nesson folks, but like that time where he took one way deep in that left field corner and just turned and fired a home plate on you know right. like it, uh, insanity. The throw. The throw, yeah. yeah. Just I mean well, Gun- gunned throw. out Harold Fu- Reynolds. Yeah. It's like it's like a Russ Francis thing. Like Russ was great at football, but then have anyone uh Don Brochure, old uh, old trainer here, used to say that Russ, because he was a an Olympic level javelin guy, could sit on his you know like stand on his knees and throw a football almost the length of the field which like didn't yeah. make sense but the guy just had these weird sort of superhuman
0: tricks and Loved I him. Bo was a little bit so like that so sad yeah. when he got died when in that plane crash yeah. he was uh, I'm telling you the show he was on with me at NECA it was the first time I won an Emmy because he was such a great guest you know, he did crazy things. He'd go yeah. 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle and hit a stone wall, and just get up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, oh, my bike's all screwed up. <laughs> but I loved Russ Francis, and he was the pre, the prelude to Gronk in that he could not only he had great hands uh, and could run the patterns and get open all that stuff. And back then they didn't use tight ends the way they use them yeah. uh, later on in life. But he was that that kind of talent. But he could also block anybody. He's six six. You know, he's a big dude and. Uh, I loved watching him play, didn't like when he when he left and he came back briefly at the end of his career, but sad to sad to lose Russ Francis, uh, at the age of seventy. Uh, very, very recently. Um, let me ask you this is a random question, it has nothing to do with sports, has nothing to do sure. with all the amazing products that you can get on what is it? Rub Smoke Love. Dot com. Dot com baby. <laughs> yeah. Um do you think they've, they've started the Christmas music too early on the radio stations? Oh, <laughs> I'm pissed you know, off I've about got, this. So still? Yeah. This was yeah. a topic last week, too. I know, I'm pissed, though. Yeah, you're still I'm mad. mad I'm mean, more every mad Every fucking it. song is Christmas. I mean, wait till
2: December anyway. So my world now is we're in Aubuchon's, where you can find this stuff. So I often end up in hardware stores, right? And so uh, we're not in Lowe's yet. That needs to happen soon. Same with Home Depot. But... I, I it 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 burns me a little when I walk in there. What is it, October? And I'm in there to <laughs> right. get whatever, and it's our, all the displays. And they meet you at the front door. It's not like you can avoid it and say, "Oh, back right corner." They're already doing Christmas lights. No, it's like the first thing you see. Right. Not a fan. It,
0: it's it, it drives me crazy because I I bop around a lot. You know, I'm driving around a lot, picking up hot chicks in my <laughs> lift course, car. Of course. Of course. I pick them up and I say, "So, uh, baby, <laughs> where are you going?" And she says, "I'm going to the senior center again." <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, the blue haired bats can't take the riser. Well, open. it's that marquee that attracts them. The grand marquee. Yeah. I'm telling you, they get all, I don't know, excited. As excited as you can get when you're 86. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Christmas music. So I bump I bump on the buttons and I'm like, ah, oh, this again. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Shut the fuck mm-hmm. up until December. And, with, and I love Christmas. Okay. And we call Christmas. We play it all the time. That's fine. But. November seventeenth yeah. is when I've started hearing it, driving me crazy. I've got a
2: I've got an eleven year old daughter who loves to sort of. Uh... She's a bit of a radio terrorist in the car. Like she likes to really kind of take things over, control the radio. Yeah, so she'll yeah. She'll, guilt you into, she'll guilt you into she'll <laughs> guilt you into know, those
0: fifth graders.
2: I'm you know putting the belt on. I'm you know backing out and all this stuff. And she's already asking me like, can we get out of here before she's asking me to turn on her station? <laughs> they love to do the Spotify, right? So they put in. I've got the eleven songs I'm going to play here. Yeah. She has like her save station playlist day. exactly. So, but she's eleven years old and already making demands. Or no, we have to listen to Cake. Her Cake channel. I think it's that whatever the hell. That song is, but yeah. my sweetheart, come on. Can we? Can I listen the news? She'll grow out of it, think? you know. <laughs> and
0: she's 13. She'll have a whole new playlist. Oh, of course, you know, there's no, no doubt about it. Uh, we're talking to Matt Chatham here now. How does it feel to have a Massachusetts town named after you? I know Wakefield went through it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know what the thing? <laughs> it's a. It's and a, Bob Shirley.
2: It's a gorgeous place. Yeah, a, it's great that you know. Thank God Chatham's not a shithole. <laughs> you know, right. Chatham, no, Chatham's, great. Chatham's like one of the best towns in Mass. I love it. it. Is. It's a great place to watch a baseball game in the summer. Get the kids out there and go to the uh, to the field. And uh, one of the other things that that does sort of since I've been out here. It's been amazing how often people will have to ask me how to spell my name. And this, so I was like, Matt, is it Chatham? Is it Chatham? I'm like, dude, it's a town in your state. Come yeah. on, <laughs> come <back> on. on. <laughs> <laughs> if my last name was Springfield, would you be like, right? Like, right. like, like you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah, where are you from? The, where
0: are like, from? Waltham?
2: Chatham, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> drives me a, bananas. I know.
0: It's <laughs> a, your, so your last name <laughs> is Fuxboro? Foxborough? Then, how then how there's the people up, um, uh, up in the northern part of the, uh, you know, state. Mean up in Haverhill? Uh, well, right, that's a, that's one of the Albert classics. Well, get, what about the
1: people can... in Concord? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Nat- Concord. kills me. Natick. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, it's, and I you know, know what that doesn't It doesn't bother me as much because it is weird
0: looking. Yeah. No, it's Natick.
2: The Worcester thing. I mean, my parents were just here from Iowa. They're coming to visit. They're they're never going to figure that one out. No, that's it's uh, the Worcestershire as far as they're concerned.
0: You have to almost have a speech impediment to say it right. Where are you from, (laughs) Wist? Wista. I tell people, you know, if you say say Worcester or Worcester or or War Worcester, no, and we know you're not from here. It's two syllables, Wista. Wista.
1: It's so quick and easy. Uh, I have a
0: quiz. A quiz? Yeah. quiz? Wait, can I ask a question no, they, before you get to your no. quiz?
1: You threw out random questions. I've been dying to know. Go ahead. Because I've been speculating on it forever. You were on the two thousand and one team. Mm-hmm. Do you believe the narrative that regardless of Drew getting hurt, that Brady was gonna get his shot at starting?
2: My observation at the time was that there was it was building. That doesn't that doesn't mean it would have happened. You know, maybe it was a December thing. I guess it all, usually that stuff with the second guy happens based on how the season's going. Mm-hmm. I like we're seeing that right now, right? If yep. stuff goes south, they're going to start looking at other people, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that would have happened with Drew necessarily, but Tom was putting pressure on him. Let's put it that way. And, you know, we had a, a rough start to the season, and of course that's not all Drew's fault, but when the offense isn't clicking, the other guy is just at his heels and he's looking like, man, sure. we might have found something. I, I think the, the air quote narrative part of it is, is more of a guess and a projection by people that it was, you know, like Bill was actually going to do it in the San Diego game one way or the other. That's not true, right? So, but the notion that if things had stayed as they were for another month, I have no doubt that, mm. that the change would have been made. And that's just not—that's definitely not a knock on Drew. It's kind of the the culture of that team. Mm-hmm. Like, name a guy, you know, name a guy that if he'd have continued to, you know had struggles not that he personally was struggling but I'm just saying it was a place where like a bad week bad week okay so let's try someone else like that's just how that team was right yeah, like there that's guys, where they were at yeah I mean the Bruce Armstrongs and like in the year prior and like Henry Thomas and like Chris Slade and like huge figures in this place that came and left right so it's not it was a place where cool cool story about your contract, you know, cool story about your massive name. And trust me, I was as googly-eyed about a player in the NFL <laughs> when I first got there as Drew. I mean, Drew was Drew. You know, Drew yeah, Bledsoe, right? One. Yeah. You know, huge six six guy, massive arm, and a really good player. It's not like he was, like, stinking up Detroit, No, no. But it was just, you know, it was just a weird culture where it was like, you know, we're going to all hardly watch film here, and, uh, you know,
0: anyone... Can and it all the good moment. stuff was all Ben Coates, wasn't it, back then? <sighs> By the way, I Love ask ben this Coates. question of people when they come in uh, from football or baseball teams. I always ask this question. I ask this uh, of uh Sam Gash on my TV show with him and Ted Johnson I said and this was uh, of course not acceptable TV fare, was this instance. Gash and Johnson Gash and Johnson, Johnson. <laughs> Yeah that's right I told him I said welcome back to Gash and Johnson everybody <laughs> and we're going to have Dr. Ruth coming out here in a second but uh <laughs> I,
1: so gross. I I know oh.
0: I asked Sam Gash I said on the on the on the air because it was live I said Sam In your team meetings, you know, who farts the most? Mm. (laughs) So he goes, he didn't even delay. He said, Ben Coates. Wow. I said, seriously? He goes, oh, no one will sit with him. Wow. I thought that was great. Sit with him. So the only Brady story I have, really, I've had a few conversations with him. The first one I had was after the first Super Bowl win of his, you know, and we're down at Smithfield, Rhode Island, okay. and we're waiting for the cameras to gather, and they've got the microphones, and we're waiting. And Tom's just standing there waiting, you know, and there's people coming up, <coughs> walking up. I said, so, Tom, how was your summer? He leans over. He goes, well, I got invited to a lot more proms this year. <laughs> <laughs> how great! Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, probably you got invited to every uh, single prom. All right, Matt Chatham, it's Don't Tell Me. It's yeah. rubsmokelove.com, love.com baby. For these fine products like beefcake, seasoning, brine. Gold bark. <laughs> Life of brine. <laughs> Life of brine. I love that. Yes. Beef nuts. And gold now bark. we're gonna I'm, do a little shilling
2: here, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: we're gonna do um, uh, this is a, a 10 question football quiz. Ooh, I'm gonna see you think he can get six out of ten? <sighs> He's a fuck, he's a fucking former NFL guy.
2: I'm not a big standardized test guy.
0: Uh, we'll see how you do it. All right. Who has the record for the most passing yards in a game?
2: Like Pat's or just anyone at any time?
0: Uh it's uh, an individual. Oh, good lord. Which quarterback the most passing yards in a game? This is a these are
2: hard questions. Oh I don't give lord. ducks. Dante Culpepper? I mean it's a ridiculous answer, but like I don't know.
0: I have no idea. Could be uh, it's it's uh, Sam- was, his nickname, the Dutchman. Oh, it, um, oh, fuck. Norm. Norm Van Brocklin. Wow. He gets one point, which is in, in, in
1: <laughs> no. I'm I'm his assistant in our cast. because what that
0: does is that gets him to we can let him leave the driveway. Bends the lifeline. <laughs> yeah. All right, number two. How many NFL players have rushed for two thousand yards in a season? Oh. How many? Uh, I need a number here. I'll go with. Four. It's double. Ah. Eight guys have oh, run for two thousand. I mean, OJ was first, eight. right? OJ okay.
1: Dickerson, Barry, Jamal Lewis, uh Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson got a two thousand. CJ two K. Did he really? Did
2: Corey Dillon have a three or a two? No. He had like a didn't he have a crazy year? It doesn't have the names
0: part. of the guys uh, he had here, like but an 1800 eight yards. Okay, okay. It just has the number eight. Right. So like we, but he had, we don't he had give like a, a, a shit. A 298 yard rush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> a, that'll help it too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number three. Name all the teams Bill Parcells was head coach of. <laughs> okay, we counting youth football? <laughs>
1: yeah, <I know>.
2: all <laughs> the pro teams. <laughs> okay, so he was the Jets, the Patriots. The Cowboys, that's it.
0: Oh, good well, you lord. You forgot the, the, the first team he won Super Bowls with. Oh, the Giants, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's four. Wait. <laughs> you mm. Giants, Patriots, Jets, Dallas. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoo, I thought there was one I left out.
1: <laughs> well, and then he was with the Dolphins. Didn't he coach Norm Van Brocklin So <laughs> yeah. that's great season. Uh
0: Question four. How many states in America do not have an NFL team? This is going to be a random guess. I
2: did not believe there was going to be math. So 32 teams, 50 states, double up in Texas, double up in California. Double see, he's up in, doing oh, it the, see, double trip, up in Ohio. Ohio. California. He's Triple working in through California. this thing, he's yeah, yeah. a scientific guy. Ah, my, Triple in Florida. More, double in Texas. I mean, maybe it's like, you know, I, I this is back of napkin. We'll pull it down 16, 17 for 50, 30, 32.
0: Twenty-seven. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and it, again, this is meaningless <laughs> shit in the long haul. That's
2: a that's a big problem to do in like a in like yeah. a rapid right. fire. <laughs> Here's yeah. one.
0: You played with Tom Brady. He's a friend of yours. How many seasons has Tom Brady led the NFL in passing touchdowns? Ooh. How many times has he led the season in passing touchdowns?
2: I don't think the number is as high as you would think. I bet it's like maybe two or three. It's four.
0: The number's not as high as you think, and I'm not as high as you think either. <laughs> the crazy
1: one is when you look back on it, it was – 03 was the first time he did it, I believe, oh, wow. with 28. Yeah. And There's a ton of years where he's the second or the yeah. third. Yeah. He's kind of right there. Yeah. All right. Question number
0: five, six. Which team has never had a Hall of Fame player? Mm. Which team has never had any Hall of Fame players play for them?
2: I believe it's the Cardinals.
1: Uh, Larry Wilson. He's a Hall of Famer.
2: Okay. Well, then I'm dead wrong.
1: Um, (laughs) Think newer. Mm -hmm.
2: All right. You Mm -hmm. want
1: want the answer? Uh, (laughs) Can I guess? Texans? Nope. Oh, that's actually... Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay.
2: Jaguars. The Jaguars. Yeah, I heard mean, oh, an the j- expansion. I knew yes. that. By the way, yes, do, yes, yes, don't yes, yes, you
0: yes. hate people that say, call them the Jaguars? Jaguars.
2: Oh, I had a Jag. Jaguar. I had a Jag. I had a Jag. When I had a Jag, like when you go to the dealership, they they get you saying that. They get you saying it. The Jaguar. Jaguar. Oh, Jaguar. They would like, yeah. like, yeah. like make it like a seven-syllable word. Bunch <laughs> of douches they, with six letters. It's a Porsche. When <laughs> they
0: say ah. the Jacksonville Jaguars, I feel like grabbing them by the throat and say it's Jaguars. Jaguars.
1: Jaguar how long Jesus. until they're in London <laughs> ooh is there a right answer to that is one I'd say 10 right. years yeah.
0: they're in London
2: inside 10 there you
0: go uh, question 7 name two left-handed quarterbacks that have won the Super Bowl
2: Lefties that have won the Super Bowl. Um, Aren't these little quizzes fun? Cade McNown. I know that's not true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lefties that
1: have won the Super Bowl. Jared Lorenzen, the hefty lefty.
2: Uh, Elway was right-handed, but I think he threw left-handed. No, he he threw righty. No, but I mean he could. Oh, yeah. Well, he could (laughs) pretty much. He's one of those guys.
0: I've opened up the the answer. The thing is, he paid that
1: orthodontist, (laughs) too, which is real. I think uh, 94-49ers. Oh, Steve, Steve Young. Yeah. Steve, Steve Young. Young. He's the only.
2: Uh, who else? Think of who is it a Van something?
0: It's Ken Stabler. You, oh, you guys, okay. what's Kim, wrong with snake. you guys? What are yeah. you going to crack? <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's number eight. Uh, which franchise infamously ran out of time during the 07 draft at pick seven?
1: They ran out of time. Uh, is it the Jets? No. This is a safe bet. Uh, they, the Vikings? Yep. Oh, look the, at you.
0: He's, he's good, huh? Yeah, he's great. Yeah,
1: I'm a trivia ringer.
0: You know, despite the Dane Bramage, he's pretty good.
2: I'm more of a spices and herbs guy.
0: Yeah, you know. Peaches and herbs are mine.
1: I'm a useless knowledge guy. <laughs> All
0: right, who is the, not, number 9? Who was the last player to win MVP that did not play quarterback or running back?
2: MVP that did not play.
0: quarterback. That's a tough question, but it's good a Lord.
2: good one. Uh I would have said that's never happened, but that's the wrong answer, clearly. Uh, it's like a Charles Woodson. Since kind they of thing want the
0: last no. one that didn't Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it must have happened.
1: <laughs> no, I know who it, is. <laughs> it wasn't Ray Lewis, was it? LT. No, it was Lawrence Allen. LT yep. won, 86. won an MVP. You know, Eighty-six.
0: I watched him for a long time. He made a few tackles. Yeah. He really did. And here's the final question from Matt Chatham. What US state has produced the most NFL Hall of Famers? What state do they most of the NFL Hall of Famers come from?
2: See, I figure like it's going to be like it- the, the, the chum is Florida, or California, or Texas, but it's probably something like Ohio, just because, you know, I'm going to go Pennsylvania's a good dark horse. Ooh.
0: How about Mississippi? It's really? Not, yeah. We're no. Was he, he's from Mississippi, right? That's, yep. a, that's, that's the right answer? That's the right answer, right? Look, look at this. Go yeah, I'm going to give it to you, Matt, as a that's souvenir a... of the
1: podcast. <laughs> well, your hometown, your original hometown of Pittsburgh is the craziest one, because you had... Pittsburgh, yeah. You had all those quarterbacks. Yeah, all came out of Pittsburgh. And
0: John Dennis was born in Pittsburgh, and so was Andy Warhol. Did you know he had a Warhol? Warhol. (laughs) His (laughs) His boyfriends boyfriends knew. (laughs) He he had a Warhol, and he used to paint it pink. Um, Good God, God, that is disgusting. Uh,
2: Get that man some beefcake.
0: I'll tell you what, Matt. (laughs) Matt. (laughs) Matt Shadow, interesting guy. He's done a lot of things. He's built houses from scratch from his own plans. I mean, that he designed. He's gone to. He's gone to. Uh, was it Babson? Yeah, Babson. I'm Babson. It B- be- cost beaver. him like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> a week, and the NFL didn't reimburse him. Damn it! He's got his own line of. Of don't tell me. It's rubsmokelove.com. This is where you can get all these fine, fine products. And I swear to God, my wife's going to be on your website ordering shit tonight when Love I get it. home. because This is unbelievable. Uh, and he's also, of course, a three-time, I, I, dare I mention, a three-time Super Bowl champion, Matt Chatham. Now, Matt, I don't know if you've ever listened to this podcast. If you have, you probably won't listen again. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we've closed out every show with... Okay. Castiglioki Okay. And that means we get Joe and Jerry in here, and they do now. I don't know if you know this, but I got busted at a car wash uh, for weed on the date 420, 1994, mm. in Vernon, Connecticut. And uh. Uh, I'm living through that shame, but uh, <laughs> car
2: still wearing it now. So, yeah.
0: so we have Joe and Jerry doing car wash. Thanks for coming in, too, buddy. My pleasure, man. Oh ho, you might not ever get rich. But let me tell you, it's better than digging a ditch. There ain't no telling who you might meet. A movie star, or maybe even an Indian chief. At the car wash, Joe. Working at the car wash, yeah. Come on and sing it with me, car wash, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> I'm singing with all the feeling Car Wash at Shaw's Ooh, come summer the work gets kind of hard Like my member This ain't no place to be if you plan on being a star, Joe Let me tell you It's always cool And the boss don't mind sometimes If you act the fool At the car wash Whoa, whoa, whoa At the car, car wash, yeah wash. Come on, sing it for me! Car wash! Ooh, ooh, a car wash, yeah! Car wash, yeah. Oh, yeah! Let me get my hose out. <laughs> <laughs> those cars seem to keep coming, true! Keep those rags and machines humming, Joe! My fingers to the bone! We all can't wait till it's time to go home! Fill up, you don't have to pay. That's what she said last night. Come on, give us a play. Get a car wash right away. Don't get busted though. Tuck that weed under the seat, Joe. Come on, y'all, sing it with me. Car wash. Sing it with feeling, y'all. Car wash, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm getting tired, Joe. <laughs> it's a workout. Don't forget to rub it down.